0: Hey there, my name is Shamaya Young, and welcome to the 320 Podcast, where we talk about our everyday, ordinary, and not-so-ordinary lives through the lens of a loving, extraordinary God. Well, hello, hello. Hello, hello to you. Good Monday morning to my listeners. Thank you so much for choosing to tune in to this week's podcast episode. If you are new to my podcast, a special hello to you. And if you are not new, thank you so much for coming back. Today's podcast is a special one because I have my first guest on the show And it is my amazing husband, Micah Young. I am so excited to have him a part of today's conversation. Babe, why don't you tell the people hello?
1: Hello, 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 everyone. I'm excited to be here.
0: First off, babe, how are you? This is the first time. I feel like we just need to... I was about to jump into the word, but (laughs) I feel like we should step back a little bit and um, tell my friends a little bit about you. Who is Micah Young? And... Yeah, what's up? Who are you?
1: Well, I am a 32 year old man from Jamaica. Love family, love God, love people.
0: You love me? Of
1: course, I love my wife. That goes without saying.
0: I'm happy you're doing this with me. Thank you. You want to tell them what we're going to talk about today?
1: Today, my wife selected Psalm 23 as a good chapter to read, to study. So Psalm of David, um, I think David is drawing on God for his source of comfort mm-hmm. in the, in this chapter. And I have to admit, I, I draw, I uh, pull on this chapter a lot when I'm going through something. Um, and I'm sure it's probably because that's how David was doing it at this time. I think in the previous chapter, uh, he lists out, you know, he feels forsaken.
0: Yeah, he's like, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me?
1: Right. So he's going through things. People are are ridiculing him and not believing that, that he is anointed by God.
0: And one thing I have to say that I actually admire about David, I love David for many reasons, um, and he was not a perfect person, but... Uh, he truly loved the Lord. And one thing that I love about David, if you just read through or just choose any psalm, it really seems um, that in most cases, David is lamenting or sharing his heart or sharing something that's going on in his life. And he's raw and honest about it. But he always ends with a word of praise. It's like, but yet I will trust trust you. But yet, Lord, you are my rock. Like, it's like he is reminding himself who God is to him and how no matter what it is, what it was that he was going through in that moment, it didn't compare to who God was and who God was for him. So I just love that's something that I have applied in my own life. Like when I'm journaling or writing or just praying and talking to God, I will be very transparent in my prayers. But I always remind I, I always end with praise because no matter what it is that we're going through, there's always something for us to praise the Lord. Um about right
1: yeah it's it's really good to remember God's love for us and everything
0: so with Psalm 23 this is a very uh, popular psalm but if you are a new Christian or a new believer um, you may not know much about this psalm but like Micah said it's pretty much David um, reinforcing who God is or sharing who God is to him, for him at all times. And just to give some context, before David became king, he was a shepherd. So David is writing Psalm 23 through the lens of his experiences as a shepherd. But we just want to talk about Psalm 23 and how we can apply it to our lives today. This is truly a Psalm that we can apply in any experience or any situation or any moment of our day. And we're going to break it down verse by verse. So, babe, you want to start off by reading it out of the New King James Version. That's my favorite. I know it's yours, too.
1: I'm going to read the whole chapter to you, starting with verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
0: And I am going to read it from the New Living Translation version. And that says, starting with verse one, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Now I have to say, I like the New Living Translation, but I love the New King James version. Really the King James version um, the most because I just feel like that hits, hits home a little bit. Like... Yeah, for example, like in verse. So sorry, y'all. This is Micah and I having a little nerdy moment but um, because we love comparing Bible translations. And we also just love, which I recommend, this is a side commercial break, side note. I recommend that you read from a, diff- a few different translations of the Bible because um, every bi- first, the Bible is one word and one truth. It's God's word. But there are different ways that... Um, the Lord has allowed his word to be written in. And for example, I think it's what Micah is it verse for he restores my soul. Verse that's verse three in Psalm 23, right? But the New King James Version says that that's the version that says he restores my soul. Correct. And the New Living Translation says he renews my strength. So it's carrying across the same message, but um, I just the he restores my soul always was just like, yes.
1: And you know what? Different versions will hit differently in different situations. Yeah. So maybe in one moment you need to hear, he renews my strength. In another moment, you need to hear that he's restoring your soul. Like,
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. So um, let's just start with verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need or I
1: shall not, I want. Shall
0: not want. What a way to start this chapter, David. Love it. What does this this verse mean to you, Micah?
1: To me, the Lord is my shepherd means that he is there to guide me. He's there to guide me in everything. And I shall not want means that he'll provide for me. He is my caretaker, my protector.
0: Yeah. And what David is saying to in this is what David had been for his sheep. God has been to him and God isn't, he's not just saying like the Lord is a shepherd. The Lord is their shepherd. He's like taking ownership and saying he is my right. shepherd. It's like, he's owning who God is for him, which shows even for us, it's God is my father. He is my protector. He's my comfort. He's yours too, but he is, it's just, um, I like how David is just claiming God as his.
1: I'm glad you pointed that out because I I didn't even think to talk about that but it shows how personal, how personal the relationship is. is with God
0: Yes, which we should all be um, working towards just cultivating a deeper personal relationship with the Lord. This also shows that David has had time and experience with God to be able to say through all that he went through and he went through a lot of stuff to be able to say the Lord is my shepherd. I have I shall not want or I have all that I need, which in that verse alone saying that I shall not want or I I have all that I need. That's a big statement to just recognize that, like, I have God. That's it. That's all I need.
1: Once you have God, you have everything.
0: Once you have God, you have everything. And once you have God, um, you recognize that he fulfills all your needs. There's nothing that you can get that will fill up a void that you may have. It's only God. So one thing that we can take to our lives, because I want to keep in focus. How can we apply this to our lives today? Right. The first truth, which is in first uh, verse one, is knowing that God is your shepherd. God is your caretaker. God is your provider. He lovingly looks out for you and looks after you and with him. You have every single thing that you need. You do not need to want for more. Really, our heart posture is just, Lord, give me more of you. Because the more of God that we get, the more we can get through hard times, the more we can joyfully bask in the good times and even bask in times that are difficult. It's just recognizing that when you have the Lord, you truly have all that you need in your to fulfill your heart and your lifestyle, right? Anything you want to add to that, babe?
1: I was going to say that for your next podcast, you should do a whole segment on the Lord is my shepherd because there's there's a lot you can draw from that. Um the Lord the Lord is my shepherd, like how how do you how do you put the Lord in that position to be your your shepherd like how are you going to be shepherded by the lord
0: well honestly at first when you said that i was a little intimidated because i'm like woo okay but um as i look at the time and how much we've already recorded (laughs) i'm thinking actually that might be good because there's so many things we can dig deep into that i don't want to miss to really show the the power and the truth in each verse so first what you said which i um you should be my guest more often But with verse one, how you say, what, what was your question or what was your statement? How do you get to the place where the Lord is your shepherd?
1: Yeah. Where you're able to, to have the Lord shepherd you.
0: Well, so when you said that, and maybe, I don't know, friends, maybe this podcast will just end with verse one. (laughs) I don't know. And we'll talk about the rest later. I don't know. We'll see. But I think that, well, what about a, a sheep isn't thinking about going to their shepherd, right? The point that I'm trying to make with that is um, they're not trying to find the shepherd. They're not trying to find how do I get here? All they're doing is just being, right? They're just being. And it's, it's, it's not the statement of, like sometimes people say, I found Jesus, I found the Lord. But it's like, no, he found me. He came to me in my dark places. He came to me in my depths. And I think that's what a shepherd does with sheep. They go to the sheep and then the sheep is just naturally brought into the fold, into the flock, into the shepherd's care. It's not trying to figure out what do I need to do? Do I need to do this right? Do I need to eat this hay? Do I need to drink this amount of water? Like, What do I need to do to make sure that the shepherd sees me and gets me? No, the sheep is just busy being a sheep.
1: You know, it's kind of what I was trying to get at is how do you take direction from the Lord? So a shepherd gives you direction, gives a sheep direction.
0: Yeah, well, in John um, chapter 10, I'm glad you brought that up, babe, because I had this bookmarked. In John chapter 10, verse 14, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me and back To back up into verse 11 he says I am the good shepherd the good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep Um, and there's another verse that where Jesus says they know my voice Um, and I just so I think it's a natural progression the more that you spend time with him the more you are able to know your shepherd's voice so it shows there's some an intentional part on ourselves to make sure that we are doing our part to spend time in the word spend time in prayer spend time in meditation spend time disciplining ourselves or cultivating ourselves to identify when the holy spirit is speaking or leading us and the more that we do that the more that
1: we become more of his sheep so yes the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he will provide everything i need
0: yeah, you can trust him. He loves you enough. Tony Evans says, some Christians have trusted God to save them for eternity, but they don't have much confidence that he can provide for them in history. And I love that because, yes, being a part of God's family, once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and repent of your sins, guarantees salvation for eternity. But it also means like you can experience a piece of heaven now. And in your everyday, and all you have to do is just trust.
1: You just submit. Can you repeat that again? I don't know what I said. You said <laughs> you can experience a piece of heaven um, now. Yeah. And there's a pun in that the peace. I'm sure you meant P I E C E, but I think you also experience Come a peace. Yeah, okay. P-E-A-C-E. That's
0: so true. You can. You can. We all can. You and I, we can experience the peace of heaven, the peace of God in our everyday lives. Philippians 4, 6, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. It's, It's so crazy. We're just like, thank you, Lord. He tells us so many times not to worry, just to trust him. And it's but yet it's so easy to start to worry. Well, let me draw back. It's easier to start to worry when you are not as rooted and anchored in the Lord. It's like what Jesus talked about with building your house on a firm foundation. He compares the house built on sand or a stone rock, I believe. And it's like when you are built in him. You you you're not gonna be perfect, but you know enough to know. Like, I'm not gonna worry about that because I know that my father, he'll take care of it. He'll take care of me. No matter what the outcome is, right?
1: Babe, I I think I think we're not going past verse one.
0: (laughs) Well, let's just talk about verse two. (laughs) Um he lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me besides peaceful streams. So the new King James version it says, he uh, he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside quiet waters, which I just think is, this is such a beautiful poetic testimony that David's sharing. But even if you just visualize what he's saying, like just visualize the Lord leading you in green meadows. And also I wanted to do a quick contrast here. So the NLT says, he leads, he lets me rest in green meadows and then the New King James Version says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. So there's a difference between he lets me rest versus he makes me lie down. So going back to your point, Micah, that you, it depends on, you know, what you're going through. You might need to hear either yeah. because I've, there are times where, like, God made me lie down. God was like, you're going to sit down today. <laughs> okay. And there were times where God was like, you know what, Shemaiah, just rest. I'm gonna create a space for you to rest. It's on you to do it, though. You know. So, what does verse two mean to you?
1: I'm I'm reading through verses two and three, and it's kind of. We can put it together if you want. Yeah, sure. The, the next the next verse goes. He restores my soul. He guides me through the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. I'm reading through those two verses, and it feels like an ex. Pounding on I shall not want. Right. Um, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Two things about that one. Lie down so I, have, I get to rest like you were just talking about. Right. But also in green pastures. If I'm a sheep, what's my food? Grass. Grass. Green pastures. And then the next thing, he leads me beside quiet waters. So quiet waters are pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't wash you away and you get to drink from it. So he refreshes you, he nourishes you, he gives you rest. He restores your soul. So that's another explanation of verse two. He's restoring your soul.
0: Yeah, so great. That's a great um, revelation, babe, that you shared. So we have verse one, we're David establishes who the Lord is. He is my shepherd. And because of that, I have all that I need. Now we are getting into David explaining how God meets all his needs. So with verse two, we see that God is meeting David's spiritual needs. He's, he's allowing him to rest and he's allowing him to rest in a a place that is calm and peaceful and quiet. Right. And I think there's just, there's a lot going on in the world today. Oh my gosh. Like just last Wow, a week ago today was the MSU MSU shooting. shooting? And, I mean, that's still something that I am just, like, you know, even... Walking on campus here at the University of Michigan, it gives me a little bit of, you know, anxiety. Yeah, just a little bit. And I know we just talked about we don't have to worry. Right. Which ooh, we can go deep into that.
1: Yeah. None of us are perfect.
0: But, you know, but I'm saying no, none of us are perfect. But when I have those moments of anxiety, I'm like, okay, anything could happen. The Holy Spirit reassures me, like, trust in me. Even if something happens, you can trust in me. Miss Lynn just told me, Miss Lynn is our, our pastor too. She's like, she said that, um, I think Beth Moore says, God will protect you by the fire
1: Or through the fire.
0: Or through the fire or in the fire or before the fire or after the fire. Like, God's regardless of where the fire is, he will cover you. So, um, yeah, it's just my point, though, being is there's a lot going on in the world today. And it can leave us feeling exhausted or depleted or drained and tired, wearied, depressed. And God is saying here, like, just let me depend on me. Let me take care of you. He provides spiritual refreshment and restoration he re He restores us, he renews our strength. he restores our soul. all we have to do, to do is just uh rest rest in him once again, God is meeting david's spiritual needs and directional needs in verse three, where uh he he's leading him along the right path he's leading him um through paths of righteousness. Why? And it's it's for his name's sake to bring honor to his name. So it's also reminding ourselves, God, the purpose is always, it's not about ourselves. It should never be about ourselves. It's all about the Lord and bringing glory and honor to his name, right?
1: Yeah. It's all about God. And, and guess who God is all about? God loves all each and every one of us
0: so it's it's he wants to be able to use us for his glory he wants us to be able to point to him so he's going to guide us along paths to bring honor to his name yeah this has been this has been a great conversation so just to recap um quickly and we'll talk about verses four five and six next week uh a quick recap on how we can apply verses uh, one to three to our lives today, uh, starting with verse one.
1: So the first thing is recognizing who our God is. Yeah. Who, what is my relationship with God?
0: Is it based on my pastor? Is it based on the church? Is it based on social media, that Christian influencer, my Jesus calling devotional that I read once yeah. a day? Like, <laughs> What is the relationship really based on? Is it personal?
1: Right. So the Lord is my shepherd. So that's my personal relationship with the Lord. And uh, I have to put my heart in that posture to be able to be shepherd, shepherded um, and recognize that in Him, that's all you need. You have
0: everything that you need in Him. And then with verse 2, um, being that He leads me besides, or He make. I'm sorry, Jumping ahead. He makes verse two. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides uh, quiet waters or peaceful streams, just recognizing that God meets your spiritual needs. He will give you rest that yes there's a lot going on in the world world today, but those are times where we can learn our dependence on the Lord and learn that we are nothing without him and without him we cannot make it through this life. With him we can and we can triumph over our obstacles. He provides spiritual nourishment and refreshment to restore our soul. And with verse three, God providing for our directional needs.
1: So I'm I'm not sure if this is scriptural or not, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it that you you gotta put your heart again in the right posture. If you believe that He'll make you lie down in green pastures and He'll lead you beside still waters, mm-hmm. it'll be so, it will be so because you trust in Him and He will honor that.
0: Yeah, amen. Yeah, and so with verse three, um, He restores my soul, He guides me along paths of righteousness. For his name's sake, it's also knowing that God will meet your directional needs. So if you need direction or maybe you have to make a decision that you don't know the answer to through his word and his spirit, God will lead you along the right paths. And who's going to get the glory at the end of the day?
1: It's the Lord.
0: It's the Lord. So, yes, there's there's so many things we can talk about with Psalm 23. I love it so much.
1: Well, Shemaiah. It's been a great podcast.
0: I don't end that fast. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was gonna say, um, it's been a great podcast, everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <Next. laughs> no.
0: Seriously, though, it's been. I think this conversation was really, really good. I didn't intend for us to only talk about three verses. I thought we were gonna talk about the whole chapter. But one thing that the Lord has been impressing upon my heart is slowing down, not just in my <laughs> Tasks and things, but in His Word, and not feeling like I need to rush through it to meet a goal or anything like that. So, we're gonna take our time through Psalm twenty-three. Uh, hopefully, prayerfully, uh, if the Lord allows, we'll get through verses four, five, and six because there's some great stuff in there. But if if not, we'll get to the end.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because this is one of the shortest chapters in the Bible, <laughs> and we were only able we only to did get three, through three verses. verses.
0: But that shows the richness of the verse. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. yeah <laughs> so thank y'all so much for tuning in to today's podcast i hope you have an amazing monday even if you're watching listening to this podcast on a different day i hope you have an amazing day and an amazing week um please share this podcast with a friend and if you don't mind please leave a review i would love to hear from you and just receive some of your feedback as this is still something new that i'm doing so i'm still learning but i'm so grateful for you um just choosing to tune in and I truly 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 pray that it serves as a blessing to you in some way so
1: remember to love God love people and love yourselves
0: amen (laughs) thank you and thank you babe for being a guest of mine
1: you're welcome it was a pleasure
0: I guess I'll see you next Monday
1: we'll see about that (laughs) okay
0: bye everybody talk to you soon
1: bye-bye